You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's talk wide receiver tiers next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dan Schneier. We're talking wide receiver tiers. For more, go through all the wide receivers, pretty much. Make sure you listen to the full episode of Fantasy Football Today. And make sure you go to tinyurl.com slash FFTdonate. We've got a lot of great stuff over there for our FFT uh, draft-a-thon, which is coming up in August. There's going to be a lot of opportunities there to talk with me, Dan, the rest of the FFT team. Got a lot of really cool opportunities, some unique content as well. So make sure you go to tinyurl.com slash FFT donate for the fantasy football today draftathon. And Dan, my first question when talking about the wide receiver tiers is the first tier at wide receiver a one player tier, a two player tier, a three player tier, or a four player tier? How do you rank it? So today on, on the regular show, we discuss Jamie's tier, which is four mm-hmm. players. Mine is only two players. Mine is Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. Okay, so you've got Chase at the top, or is it Jefferson? At the top? I have Jefferson at the top, then Chase. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Jefferson is the number one player. I, I think you can either make the case, for me at least, it's either a one-player tier with Jefferson as a clear number one, or I would go four. I, I do have Cooper Cup. Actually, I have three. Sorry, excuse me. I have Cooper Cup in that tier with Jamar Chase, and then I've got Tyreek Hill and Stefan Diggs as kind of a mini-tier of two after that. So for me, it's cup Jefferson cup and chase. I think you can make a case for any of them really as the number one wide receiver. I think any of them are worth as early as a top five pick, but you've got cup in the second tier. What separates him from the other two? Well, most importantly for me, it's quarterback play. I sure. find that the Rams situation a bit uncertain. Matthew Stafford missed, la- missed most of last season with an injury. He's much older age. Those back issues are reoccurring. So mm-hmm. the biggest issue for me is that Rams offense and as a whole. Yeah, that offense uh, as a whole doesn't look great. It should be fairly concentrated. You know, Cooper Cup was still arguably the, uh, among the league leaders in target share last season. I think it was at 31% before his injury and was putting up 25 points per game for the second straight year, something that no other wide receiver has done, certainly among active players. I think Jerry Rice might have done it. But yeah, it's it's pretty spectacular what he's done. And then the next tier for me, like I said, Tyree Kill and Stefan Diggs. Is Cup in that tier with you? Cup is in that tier. It's actually just a two-player tier, or three-player tier, three-player tier. It's Cup, Diggs, and Tyree Kill. Okay, and then... The next tier for me is Devontae Adams, CeeDee Lamb, A.J. Brown, and Amon Ross St. Brown. Do you have anybody else in that tier, or is that tier different? That tier is the same for me, except I do not have Adams in that tier. Okay, what's the what's the difference on Adams? For me with Adams, I think a lot of it was, we. I still think he's the best, if not one of the best players 
players of the position in the NFL, but mm-hmm. I unfortunately can't let that impact my entire fantasy outlook. I look at his stats last year and I look at his production from a fantasy standpoint, and I think a lot of it had to do with Derek Carr in absolute effort mode. Derek Carr was throwing downfield for the first time in his career, and that led to a lot of production from Devonta Adams. I cannot get over the film I've seen of Jimmy Garoppolo. I think he's a terrible quarterback, one of the worst starting in the NFL, if not the worst, and I don't think he's going to throw the ball downfield. There'll be a lot of targets for Adams, but they're going to be bad targets, and I I think I can get that from a few other players. DJ Moore, you can get a lot later. Players like that who are still going to have targets funneled through them, but and but bad quarterback play, but you can get them later. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo, only 15.3% of his passes last season traveled at least 15 yards past right. the line of scrimmage. That was the fourth, fourth lowest mark among qualifiers of quarterback. Derek Carr had the seventh highest number. The only thing I would point out is, Adams had 59 yard targets, 15 plus yards down the field. That was the most in the NFL. His 42-point catch rate, 42.4% catch rate was the lowest of any player in the top five. So like you said, Derek Carr was willing to throw the ball down the field a lot, but it wasn't like they were super successful on those. So I I, I do kind of look at it and say... catch rate, Sam, but didn't he have a lot of production from on the deep passes? Well, yeah, because there were yeah. so many of them. And I, right. I can see a, an argument for Jimmy Garoppolo not throwing those passes as often, but I, I kind of look at it this way. If you've got Devonte Adams, you're just going to throw 30% of your passes to him, right? Like that, I yes. just think that's the way it's going to work. And I so, think the volume will be yeah, there. It's the a matter of going to overwhelm everything. Yeah, yeah, sorry. It's just a matter of how good that volume will be. And, and can you get guys like DJ Moore who might have 30% too much later? Yeah, I think things open up a lot after that group. Yes. I've got Garrett Wilson, T. Higgins, Devonte Smith, and Jalen Waddle in my next tier. I would assume you have Devonte Adams in the next tier. Yep. Who else is in that tier with him? It's literally just the guys you named. Yeah. Okay. And then I, I think things really start to open up after that because I think you can go to Waddle, and I think that's 13 players deep, and and I feel pretty good about having any of those guys as my number one. And if any of them are my number two, I feel great about a wide receiver-heavy approach. After that, I've got Keenan Allen, DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley, and Chris Olave in my next tier. And then it's Debo Samuel, Amari Cooper, DeAndre Hopkins, Chris Godwin, Terry McLaurin, Tyler Lockett, and Christian Watson. I'm sure there's a lot of differences there. And I think that's the key is that, you know, I, I think you can make a case for Christian Watson being in the tier above. If you're really high on the upside there, I think a lot of people are going to have DJ Moore in one of those two tiers. I think people will have Jerry Judy in those two tiers. I've thought about having Marquise Brown in those two tiers with how good he was a top eight wide receiver when DeAndre Hopkins was out last season. So I think the thing about wide receivers and and you and I were talking about this when we were doing a mock draft yesterday, which you can find on cbssports.com, but it's just, if you don't get one of the good wide receivers, one of that top 13, as I didn't yesterday, I went uh, two running backs with my first two picks. You're going to feel pretty iffy about your wide receiver options. So it's not that there's not upside, but once you get to like the fourth or fifth tier, starting with like RB 15 or so, maybe 18 Debo Samuel, Amari Cooper, that kind of range. If those guys are your number one, you're going to feel pretty bad about them. That was the situation I ended up with in yesterday's draft, and I did not love it. So moving forward, I'm going to make sure. I get one of those uh, higher end wide receivers. Is there anything else you want to add about those, you know, first 20 or so wide receivers? No, I think you nailed it down, Chris. All right. That's going to do it for FFT and five. We'll be back tomorrow to talk tight end tiers. We'll see you then. Hello, everyone. 
It's Micah Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Beats.